Welcome to the Yellow Family Podcast with Tom and Michael. Enjoy the show. Good evening, everyone. Tom and Michael, back for another Yellow Family, the show that will never have a film adaptation, but if it did, I'd like to think that I'd be played by young Tom Hanks. Well, I'd put you down as a bit more of a Jack Black kind of character, to be honest, Michael. Um, But no, I can't see the film adaptation happening anytime in the near future. Well, if I I was Jack Black, then you would be the keyboard player out of School of Rock, who's like, (laughs) I'm not cool enough to be in the band, but then I convince you to be cool enough to be in yeah, the band. Very much the story of how this radio show actually started yeah, just with you like and me in real a couple life. of months ago. Exactly. Down to our last three episodes now, Michael. Pretty sad, uh, but also feeling pretty good. Just give my cheeks a bit of a rest, but constantly laughing here. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> also a very weird thing to say live on radio. No guests tonight, because there are a couple of things we always wanted to take care of just yep. with you and me, Tom, including this week's episode of the week, if you want to call it that. I wouldn't call it that. There's a, a word for it, not episode. Uh, we're looking at the Simpsons movie, something you and I, we've always wanted to do it since we started this. Two things we wanted to do. Futurama special, Simpson special. Tick. All happening tonight over the next hour. It's the Yellow Family with Tom and Michael. We're not joined by any guests this week. I know, the studio uh, feels so bad. A lot more pressure on us uh, yeah. to talk. Definitely. Not one of my strong points, so we'll see how we go. <laughs> Usually before we get into all the Simpsons stuff, and there is a lot to say on the Simpsons yeah. movie, we do... An extra hour of Simpsons material well, this yeah. week. Well, yeah. Usually it's... This is a this is an 85-minute movie. Usually it's about 22 minutes. So we're analysing. What's that? It's 20, It's four times as much work okay. this week. Four times as much time. Tom, we usually do a little segment just to, just to like, get the listeners involved. Get, get the, the listen- guests going. Yeah. Just get everyone flying. Just break the ice and uh you know we have a few but this week it's a little segment that we like to call it's my gripe it's now or never not gonna have a radio show forever we're not gonna have one forever um In also fact, we've been using it's our gripe a lot over lots the of last gripes couple of weeks. i find a lot of gripes uh and i've got a fresh gripe all right i've got a ripe gripe <laughs> <laughs> um, all right what is it at a like family function on the weekend. Yep. Um, okay. Another party. Just another party. All your gripes come from parties, don't they? Lots of party <laughs> gripes. Because I'm a big, as you know, I'm a big fan of etiquette. Yep. <laughs> I'm in the wrong in this one. So it's um, an etiquette-based gripe. I suppose so, but I'd be interested to hear your opinion on okay. what happened here. Because at family things, I know you do this as well, I usually try to stick with the family members I know best. Yes, Just, of course, I yeah. don't like to mingle. <laughs> I'm not a mingler. You know this about me. No. Me- meeting lots of people, um, cousins, boyfriends, that kind of thing. Right? Right, it's a daunting. Yeah. Very daunting for a, somebody who doesn't like to meet new people. I also like to stick near the food. Grab a handful of chips and I've got a drink in my other hand. I've got two full hands. All of a sudden, a relative is approaching me and I know for a fact I'm going to have to shake his (laughs) hand within the next four seconds. That's how close he is. All right. I can't not shake his hand. So I have two options in the situation, honestly. Mm. He's already starting the handshake. I either shake his hand, crush all the chips in in both of our hands... (laughs) Or I pocket the chips. I pocketed the chips. Got home, forgot about them. Oh, no. Crumbs all over the floor. Well, you could have... Mum pointed them out. I didn't want to explain. I was embarrassed. There was the third option of eating them very quickly. Mm, not my also, strong point. yeah, depending on your speed of eating, it could get very awkward if they then start a conversation with you. The handshake is at l- usually at minimum accompanied by a, hey, how you going, mate? Yep. How you been? Um, no way. If I had a full mouth, there's no way. It's not really a gripe. That's my main. That's my main gripe with it. <laughs> <laughs> 
you can't have gripes within. It's more just a failure on your behalf. You can't have gripes within <laughs> gripes, but uh, we might need a new segment for maybe etiquette. <laughs> we do have to get straight into this because, like we said, there's so much to say about the Simpsons movie, Tom. Well, I guess the best way to start it is how we start every show with a little segment that I like to call. Because he's the facts man. Yeah, Tom's the facts man. Tom's basic episode facts. Really boring, but also necessary. Nearly talked. I forgot that we had that little disclaimer there because I've forgotten all about this sweeper. I've come to like it. You've come to like it and you (laughs) keep telling me we have to play it. Um, Basic episode facts, not really episode facts. Film facts. Basic Film facts. facts about the Simpsons movie. Let's kick it off. I'm excited. All right. It was released July 27, 2007. Before that, there was a screening in Springfield, Vermont, in the States, I think on the 21st. Uh, Fox held a competition with 16 Springfields around the US to host a premiere. Uh, work began in the script in around 2001. There was a huge team of writers who wrote for earlier seasons, such as James Brooks, John Swartzelder, Matt Groening, Mike Scully, Al Jean... Whole huge list of those all did a great job, and it's um, almost like all those original writers wanted to come back and work on the film yeah, because it was really such a. Well, Conan also wanted to come back. He was obviously doing the Conan show at the time. Just felt it was too was too far gone from interviewing Lindsay Lohan and all those celebrities. He was just <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't work out. There were ideas previously for movies revolving around Camp Krusty from season four, the finale for that. Uh, Mac Groening was also really interested in doing a Simstasia concept, closely parodying Fantasia. The final plot came together when Mac Groening read a story about a town that had to have pig feces actually removed from their water supply. It obviously just fell fell into place from there. And it was such a massive process from what I understand in this film. Like, like yeah. you said, Camp Krusty was originally slated to be a film, but a lot of rewrites on this script up until like two months before the, yeah, the film even changes. came out. Producers, they had an understanding with Fox. At any time the script was unsatisfactory, they could just scrap the whole thing, abandon the production. Which is amazing, because it really shows off what this film actually meant. It was really to, important to the writers. To the writers, to the core writers from the start, and just to their legacy of what The Simpsons should be, that if they didn't think it was going the right way, they were just prepared to completely let it go. Yeah, this was a celebration of everything they loved about The Simpsons. They tried to include pretty much every Simpsons character into the movie. You uh, see, like, one-off characters in this, like yeah. Gabbo. The Makes Gabbo guy is the from mob. this, and... I guess, just quickly, the, the the basic premise of the film is that Springfield is yeah, an yeah, overly yeah. polluted city, it's, and Homer sort of is the turning point that pushes the city into, like, almost meltdown status of pollution, yep. and the Simpson family are exiled from Springfield, the EPA puts a dome over the city, and it's it's just chaos, really. It is. And, um, yeah, also a huge number of big celebrity appearances, Green Day perform which I know you love. One of the uh, biggest rock bands <laughs> in the world at, at this time as well. Definitely. Can't forget about that. Prime yeah. time for pop rock. Uh, Tom Hanks guesses himself. Uh, also, the big return of voice actor Albert Brooks. He voices Russ Cargill in the movie, previously Hank Scorpio. Absolutely fantastic performance again from Albert Brooks. However, not dissimilar to Hank Scorpio. No, very, di- <laughs> very very similar. similar very similar. Same energy, same really talking. Same tempo, style. same yeah, same yeah, same characteristics a lot. And I think originally Hank Scorpio was supposed to be the villain of this yeah. film, but no, definitely that's how it started out. Maybe not to tarnish that legacy, they didn't do that. Yeah, I think I'm not sure if it was Albert Brooks who actually decided that he didn't want to reprise new yeah. character was best. I guess the 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 thing I'd put to you, Tom, about this um, is: Do you remember the hype around this movie? Because we were about 13 at this time. Yeah, but well, we went to go see it. 
we you, went me, to, we, we Josh. saw it with Josh, our friend from... Yep. Yeah, we saw it from <laughs> with our friend from school, Josh, at the cinema when it we came out. We went down to the cinema. That it was, day. It was huge at the time, especially for... This is... It was aimed at our age bracket. Absolutely. Much. I remember this movie... I honestly remember this movie being one of the biggest things of my life. I watched the trailer on YouTube so many times on repeat. I was obsessed with it before it even came out. And I remember, like... I don't think any other film or event in my life has been as big as this in in terms of popular culture. The only thing I can think of that would come close would be the last Harry Potter movie. But but even now I feel I've kind of moved past Harry Potter, but... Here I am Still, 10 years later doing a Simpsons show. So I guess far away from moving past this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what were your first impressions of it? Oh, I remember loving it. Yeah. I remember me, you, like we said, me, you, Josh, in yeah. the cinema. Like, we were laughing at every single thing. Yeah. We thought this... I, I, and I think this movie, when I saw it, it was exactly what I needed it to be. It was There was juvenile humour, but it was also... It, it did take a, a kind of steep turn from the show in some ways, which we might get to later. Yeah. Well, you... from the get-go, it was funny. You had that opening scene of Ralph. Yeah. Da, 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 yeah, the 20th century Fox thing. just cracked me up in the cinema. Do you think that the film has held up? To, like, now, when because we both watched this recently, yep. and I've seen it a lot of times. Do you think it held up to when you first saw it? Do you still think it's funny? I still I know think f- it's hilarious. Because fan opinion is quite mixed on this. Yeah, some think it was a terrible idea to do the movie but no i still am very supportive of it i love it i still quote it to this day there are so i think this yeah. was probably i was speaking to a friend from work about this and we both agreed that it's probably the best thing they did at like they had done in a very long time Definitely. for this show because this was 2007 this would have been is well past the simpsons golden age absolutely season it would have been or yeah, season 17 and i think like it, this it's very different to Golden Age Simpsons, but the writing on this is very fun. Like, there are so many good calls in this, which we'll obviously get to in the top three and the honourables. But I don't know, there was something about this film that was so spectacular. And from the get-go, like, they, they do a sort of special opening credits that mirrors the TV show one, but the animation just seemed so much more crisp. And I think, you know, the characters had shadows, which I don't believe they have in the show. And Yeah, it's something we noticed like when we were watching it as well. Yeah, the, the animation is just fantastic. The outlines on the characters seem thicker and more detailed. Like, I know that they're, they're just really little things, but I think it really... It, it, I, I have this on Blu-ray, which is, you know, and I hate... Yeah, I know, <laughs> you rolled your eyes. But I think it looks really visually really nice compared to the show. And obviously this, this movie, there's a lot of kind of bending the rules a bit with the universe. Like, it's very wacky at points. Yeah. Well, like, you were mentioning before the the opening scene of Green Day. Yeah. Like, Green Day is singing the Simpsons theme. Yeah. In, in Yeah. We'll get to that later. Yeah. But also just, like, you know, the the town of Springfield, when they chase after the Simpsons, they're going to hang. They have... Yeah. They have, you know, <laughs> they're going to hang the Simpson bizarre. families. Like, Homer and Bart having a nail gun fight. Like, there's a lot of... It's very cartoony. <laughs> Um, but I think it really fit what it needed to be. Definitely. I all and also because I don't, I don't think this fits into any of our other discussion that we've got <laughs> planned. I absolutely loved the point in the movie where Homer puts his rude finger up because they when never they do jumped, that in the when show. When they jumped um, out of the, the they're sinkhole. jumping into the sinkhole from yeah. the treehouse. Yeah. And Homer gets stuck halfway. That is, I still do that. Yeah. To this day. We do it all the time <laughs> to each other, guys. We'll go to a song now, but we're we're talking all things the Simpsons movie. Straight after this, it's the Yellow Family with Tom and Michael. Michael, 
Before yes. we get started... Hang on. Talk- it's the Yellow Family with Tom and Michael. <laughs> Just so the listeners know what we're talking about. Before we get started talking more about the Simpsons movie, I'm getting distracted. You've got an odd shirt on oh. at the moment. Yeah. Um, haven't seen you wear it before. Is it a new shirt? Uh, or- it's relatively new. Yeah, it's... Well, it, I'll explain it to the listeners. It looks to be an octopus playing a guitar. Yeah. Um, what made you want to buy it? I'm just, I just interested was, with you. I just thought it was cool. It's an octopus playing a guitar. Uh, we'll put a picture up. Um, okay. Maybe on the socials. I think it's an awful shirt. We'll see what people think. <laughs> I think we should continue with the show that we do um, and not make fun of each other's shirts. Mr. Black T-shirt, continue. <laughs> Look, let's continue talking about this fantastic movie we wa- we saw in 2007 with our good friend Josh. That's right. Um, lots of yeah, just lots of references to Josh. Go on. <laughs> the movie received critical acclaim, grossed over I think 500 million dollars. So extremely successful movie, how animation much, movie. How much is the Yellow Family gross? We're, get, we're getting there. But no, also a sequel for the film was teased pretty much immediately after the credits uh, with an yeah in credits scene where Maggie says her supposed first word uh sequel yeah and it's that's referenced a lot um futurama references the second simpsons movie um a fair uh, at least once as well yeah another fact i'd like to bring up nickelodeon kids choice award simpsons movie won it beating out some huge names most importantly shrek the third very impressed that they beat out shrek the third i'm not that was (laughs) objectively the worst shrek unless there was one after three (laughs) In All which right. case, that was the worst one. <laughs> I I think, like, let's get on to the topic, because I think, as always, Homer is our kind of port of call here, and he's our, our like, our central piece that yeah. brings all the action together. It is. It starts off with Homer and Bart. They're up on the roof. They're playing around, really, being very unsafe, which I think Flanders points out, too. They're having, yeah, a nail gun fight, like you Couldn't mentioned before. Couldn't he become before. a paraplegia? <laughs> Shut um, up, Flanders. <laughs> Climbing up antennas, they're rocking the gutters while Bart's hanging on for his life. You've written down on the piece of paper that Homer's a bad father? Yeah. I don't don't know if I'd say he's a bad father, but more like he's not equipped to be a father. Like, he he doesn't... I don't know. You see so so many different sides of Homer, but he, he wants to be a kid like Bart. And then, obviously, this is where all the action kicks off, where he dares Bart to skateboard naked. Um, like, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, I don't know if he's exactly a bad father, but just that he's, he's not mature enough to be a father. And in, at the end of that scene where Chief Wiggum, like, if this was your fault, you'll have to do this one week parenting course. And, and he re- completely blames Bart for it. He's out of control. One of the main things that occurred with the Simpsons movie, and it co- caused quite a stir at the time, was the full frontal nudity. Because of course, Bart, at one point yeah, of this, this film... Scene at a few frames, appears fully naked. Um, Well, like... Very confronting for 12-year-olds in the cinema. I remember reading about this. I I remember reading about this on the news, and it came out. And I I actually... There was news before it saying that this was a thing. I don't think anyone actually really believed it. I I remember I told you and Josh about this. (laughs) Josh, who we saw the movie with, and none of you believed me, because I'd read it in the news. And I remember seeing it in the cinema, and we were like thirteen. And I like I don't remember it being funny. I just remember it being one of the weirdest yeah, things ever. The, like we were in the cinema, the general consensus, the reaction from the people in the cinema wasn't like, haha, and there wasn't laughter. Yeah, there was just like, what? what? Yeah, like, everyone was just, just sort of confused, <laughs> and like the way it pans out kind of calls out to like Austin Powers a bit, where like something's constantly covering. Yeah, don't look where I'm pointing. Yeah, the the centerpiece, I guess you could say, and then all of a sudden. 
Nothing. No, everything's covered except that. Music stops. I don't know. Like, I just remember that being quite a jarring moment. And, like, whether it's... Like, I don't know why that decision was made or whether it's <laughs> necessary. Like, as the as the film goes on, Flanders sort of, sort of starts to become this father figure to Bart. And Bart starts seeing Flanders as this ideal father compared to Homer, this juvenile fool who doesn't care about him yeah, at all. Yeah, well, Homer starts taking care of this pig. Yeah. He's tucking in the pig. He's um playing and caring for the pig. And then you see Bart just out on the tree. He's, like, completely abandoned. And I, Ned actually talks to him and, like, understands and does activities with him. Takes him fishing and, yeah, and he he really starts to see Flanders as, as a real father figure instead of Homer. And it's quite, it's quite sad and an important moment in the film. Because in this film, a lot of the people who constantly support Homer begin to turn against him. That's where you get Homer and Marge's relationship and you get a, you get some amazing moments with this in the film. Algene, who was the main writer for this, he said that the main message was that a man should always listen to his wife. Homer in this movie he constantly goes against that. Marge warns him that this pig is going to cause trouble because she kind of is putting together the dots of Grandpa's warning yeah. is also very odd. But he constantly is going against her. Marge tells him to properly dispose of this waste and he goes against her. He dumps it in the lake. He keeps on going against her and in a way is making things worse and worse for him. And it's sort of what's happened throughout the entire series. Like, this is what Homer does. He doesn't listen. He's selfish. He does whatever he wants. And then every every other time, Marge just lets it slide. But, you know, Bart starts to lose respect for Homer. Then Lisa mm. starts to lose respect for Homer. And then finally... Uh, towards the you know the third act there's that heartbreaking scene where marge just gives up on homer and it, it's probably one of the most emotional moments in the series uh, where homer comes home from the bar in alaska where they've sort of exiled to and he puts the vhs of their wedding tape in because yeah. marge is away and she's taped over it breaking up with Homer and crying. In the past, it's like, you've got to stand far back to admire a piece of art, talking about Homer. And, yeah, she's pretty much just saying she's finding it harder and harder to find a reason to put up with what he's doing. And Julie Kavner, who's the voice actor of Marge, um, predominantly, does such a fantastic role with the emotion in that scene because it's such a... You can tell that Marge hates it. She doesn't want to do it at all. And then... Then the the Close to You song by the Carpenters plays. Which they use which is again. Basically the theme of Homer and Marge's relationship. I think it first appeared in The Way We Was, which is the one where Bart is conceived. And I, I, I just think it's such an emotional moment where Homer just appears. Even watching it, yeah, the other day. Yeah. Yeah, Homer's completely wrecked after it. Completely and so lost. Is Marge. Like when the scene after where Marge and Bart and Lisa are on the train, Marge isn't thinking straight. She's like, she finally gets snapped out of it when Bart has put a lady's bra on his head. Yeah, pretending to be Mickey Mouse. <laughs> yeah. I'm the mascot of an evil corporation. <laughs> I, I think what I love about the Simpsons movie, and I'm not sure if you agree with me, Tom, is that the entire family, at least, all really seem like they get treated with a lot of respect and they all get individual moments of development and characterization that in the show might not happen, particularly with Lisa and, and Marge. Yeah, well, definitely there's a lot more on Lisa than in any of the episodes from before. We get to see the environmental side of her trying to convince the people of Springfield. And they all really seem to come alive in this. Even Maggie is very characterised in this film. Like, more than usual, you kind of get the sense that Maggie always knows what's going on. She's kind of got a secret agenda. Yeah. Um, 
Well, she, you know, she she smashes her milk bottle to attack <laughs> Mr. Teeny. <laughs> she knows about the, the sink. She knows they can escape from the dome in the sinkhole. And, yeah, she, and the, no one believes her. At the end of the movie, she saves the day. Drops a rock on Russ Cargill's head as he's about to shoot Bart and Homer. And she also gives Homer the, the angry looks that Lisa and Marge give her. So she knows what's going on. Yeah, she knows that Homer's done something wrong. So many really trademark kind of Simpsons nods and, and meta kind of gags in yeah, this. as you'd expect. The start of this film, they're all going to see the Itchy and Scratchy movie. Homer stands up and says... Why would we pay for something we can see on TV for free? <laughs> Everyone in the cinema is a, is an idiot or something and points Especially to the viewer. You. Yeah, completely sending up what's going on. Um, obviously, Russ Cargill shouts out to Hank Scorpio. They jump Springfield Gorge, which is a callback yeah, to Bart the Daredevil. Yeah, the ambulance is still there, crashed into the side of the tree. And you get that moment towards the third act as well, just after Marge breaks up with Homer, where it says, to be continued. That was immediately. amazingly done. Like, in the cinema... There was laughs, there was gasps. Yeah, everyone was like, what? When that <laughs> happened, I remember everyone in like, the cinema was like, what? Surely not. Yeah, and then it goes immediately and everyone's like, oh, um, also, you got me. Also, a couple of Disney references. There's um the whole scene in Alaska, scenes from Bambi, yeah. Snow White. There's Grand Theft Walrus, which calls out to Grand <laughs> Theft Auto. Green Day make a Titanic reference when the, the thing they're on falls down. Spider yeah, Pig. they start playing the violins. or they Also references to U2 with He's Not Bono. Um, and <laughs> another thing about the movie, Tom, is that there's no... Realistically, I didn't see much continuity. Like, I remember them saying that the spider pig and Colin, Lisa's boyfriend, would become recurring people in the show. But I have seen the spider pig in a couple of the new ep- newer seasons and episodes. He does make an appearance, but yeah, especially Colin, Lisa's boyfriend yeah. in this movie. He He's never, never mentioned I'm sure again. he never appears again. If we're wrong, let us know. But... At the end of the movie as well, Dr. Nick gets crushed by a piece of glass. And, and he says, bye, he everybody. Obviously dies. But um, he, he's No, back. he's still back. Yeah, there is, of course, that continuity. Like, the floating timeline of lot. the Simpsons, yeah. There is that scene, or oh, the first episode after the movie, you were talking about how they were rebuilding, They're rebuilding the, Simpsons the Simpsons house, which was destroyed. I love the theme of the environment. In, in the Simpsons movie being this recurring gag. They did it in a way, it kind of... It first starts Green Day, they've been performing for three hours and then they want to take some time out to speak about the environment and they're classified as, like, preachy. Yeah. And they, the whole town is there, like, quickly, every... I'd love to touch quickly on the Green Day appearance. Um, yeah. First of all, the auto-cue that they have for the Simpsons <laughs> theme, which is this... Da, 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 da. <laughs> Just literally spelled out. As you said earlier, the fact that in the in the Simpsons universe, the Simpsons theme is a song by Green Day because everyone's at the concert singing yeah, that song. Exactly. And my favourite part about it is when, they all, when Green Day dies and you go to the church and the organist is playing American Idiot funeral version. <laughs> and Reverend Lovejoy says, the latest rock band to die in our town. <laughs> I remember, I loved that band and I remember being really excited when I saw them in the trailer. Well, going back to the environmental thing, which is a bit more important than Green Day, <laughs> for, maybe not for you, but no, it's, there's some great scenes that perfectly depict like how people, like in this case, Springfield, all the people in that, they're very negligent about these environmental issues. Like, Oh, if it isn't the little girl who saved my cat. Lake Springfield slams <laughs> the door. <laughs> so yeah, Lisa's going around door knocking. There's a, So she eventually gets this town meeting and she's presenting all these facts and everything and everyone's just focusing on everything else. She's trying to convince them, but ultimately she has to like poison their drinking water. 
it kind of like shock them to actually get any real response there's also other scenes in it where the simpsons move to alaska homer has this idea of a beautiful picturesque lake and mountain views and it's going at the start it's completely destroyed by oil industry and mining and all that kind of stuff it's all smoggy but yeah the main points i'm really thinking like it picks on the negligence and like ignorance of people but in this case springfield the recurring theme of the simpsons a lot is that just adult people are very useless and just are very negligent yeah. quickly there was like i don't know if it was controversial but there is a there's a tv show slash novel by stephen king called under the dome which very, 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 Simpsons. almost exactly <laughs> echoes the the dome theme from the Simpsons movie. Yeah, we looked this up. The book came out after the Simpsons movie. Like I would have thought when I heard yeah. about it, I thought that it would have been a reference to that. Because but... I remember seeing the TV shows recently. Yeah, I think about Under the Dome and like Simpsons did it. You're way off, Tom. We better go to a song now. But we'll be back counting down our top three from the Simpsons movie straight after this. It's the Yellow Family with Tom and Michael. Michael. Uh, something happened to me the other week. Ah, La- uh, last we, week. Do we have time for this? Usually we do these at the start. Yeah, no, I think we do. I'm okay. going to push through. Okay. Um, I started an internship oh, last good on week. You. was my first week. It's for my career path. It's a very important. It's professional yeah. work placement. Okay. We had to go out to a site to inspect it. So I was with the boss. Very daunting for a 22-year-old to be with a professional boss. Had to drive in their car. He mentioned... Hey, do you want to stop off for a quick bite to eat? Casual like, boss. Really good thing to do. Casual boss. Good. Good. Nice and relaxed. Yeah, sure. Ended up... So we went to a Thai place. $10 lunch special. Fantastic. <laughs> I forgot my wallet. So... You idiot. Oh, no. I, I didn't think I'd need it. So as a new employee, I offered to pay. I was really hoping that he would pay. You offered to pay, but you forgot your wallet. I, I didn't know what I was going to do. What would you... Yeah, what would <laughs> you have done know. if he said, okay, cool, thanks, man. <laughs> But no, he did pay. It was a great relief to me. I don't know what I was thinking. Um, so yeah, look, just advice for you. Yeah. Bring bring your wallet if you're going out somewhere. I've got it's it good on me to now. Have money on you. I always have it. I lose my card a lot, but that's irrelevant because yeah. <laughs> we've got to go into our next segment here, which is where we count down our favourite moments from yeah. the episode slash film. Slash film. Definitely a film, not an episode. Definitely the slash film tonight. It's a little segment that we like to call... And darling, I will... Be counting down the top three moments from this week's episode. It is the top three moments from this week's episode slash film, <laughs> yeah, The Simpsons movie. That. Oh, <laughs> I probably should have actually. It's never the it's never the top three straight away because what happens is if we just did the top three, we wouldn't appreciate them for what they were. Right? Yeah. We got to see what came before. We got to see what didn't make it, yeah. especially in the movie that's look an hour and a half long. We've got to. Actually, I've I've just got the whole movie, so we're gonna. We, we're not, no. the, I'm I, gonna be very interested in to see how you have done the honorable mentions the way, this week. The way we did this was more about like there are a lot of really good quotes in this. We tried to get a mix of a lot of different characters if we could, and like still trying to keep it short as well because we can't have like ten minutes of honorable mentions display no. sadly. But let's kick in straight into those now. Can't believe we're paying. Is he something we get on TV for free? If you ask me, everybody in this theater is a giant sucker, especially you. What is the point of going to church every Sunday when if someone we love has a genuine religious experience, we ignore it? Right, Grandpa? I want bananas on my waffles. Say global warming is a myth. It's a myth. Further study is needed. 
That's for selling out your beliefs. Just moved from Ireland. My dad's a musician. Is he? He's not Bono. I just thought because you're Irish and you care about... He's not Bono. At your wedding, I'll sing... Spider pig, spider pig, does whatever a spider pig does. Can he swing from a web? No, he can't. He's a pig. Look out, he is a spider pig. Black, that's the worst color there is. No offense there, Carl. I get it all the time. I was elected to lead, not to read. You single-handedly killed this town! I know, it's weird. Ooh, you want some of my electricity, do you? <laughs> well, for once, the rich white man is in control. Marge, those people chased us with pitchforks and torches. Torches! At four in the afternoon! It was seven at night. It was during Access Hollywood. Which is on at four and seven. Go! When you meet Jesus, be sure to call him Mr. Christ. Will Buddha be there too? No. I love this movie so much. Um, standouts there for you, Tom? Uh, I love um, Milhouse just selling out his beliefs. <laughs> He's trying to impress Lisa about global warming and then Nelson's like, say global warming's a myth. It's a myth. Um, Any for you? Uh, you know the one where Homer's daring... Bart to do the skateboard naked and he's like how naked uh, fourth base and he's like on your wedding day I will sing bark 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 <laughs> and then then he sees Bart already doing it and he goes bark in, in <laughs> character <laughs> I love it um, should we get on to the top three those are the ones that didn't make the cut the top three you'd expect them to be pretty bloody good wouldn't you exactly alright let's start with number three number, number three, three. Okay, I pick three. Try again. One. Go higher. Five. Too high. Three. You already said three. Six. There is no six. Two. Double it. Four. As you wish, sir. <laughs> right. Russ Cargill and President Arnold Schwarzenegger there. Yep. Fantastically done. Uh, just the, the first time when he chose it, didn't care. Yeah. Not at all. <laughs> it's, so, like, it's so clear that Ross has a like one that he wants to His do, agenda. which is blow up, Spring, <laughs> blow up Springfield. And like... He's just completely <laughs> preying on um, Schwarzenegger's like lack of intelligence in this, um, and just the speed and tempo of Russ there, as always, really good. Very quick, being energized. Yeah. Shall we go on? Let's keep going. Okay, this one's one of my favorites, but it didn't make the number one. Number two. Sorry, sorry, no dumping in the leg. Fine. I will put my yard trimmings in a car compactor. Uh, Chief, I think there was a dead body in there. I thought that too, until he said yard trimmings. You gotta learn to listen, Lou. Fantastic. Just the ignorance and just there's, stupidity there's, of the police force. Absolutely. There's quite obviously a dead body in that bag, <laughs> and it's Fat Tony, the gangster lord. Putting it in a car compactor for yard trimmings isn't also a great cover. And but... you, know, you know what I love about it is that after every crime that Fat Tony's done, Chief Wiggum doesn't seem to recognise him or call him by no. his name. Like, he's just like, oh, excuse me, excuse me. He's like, yeah. you should know him. I, I quote that regularly. I quote that all the Double time. listen. All right. Shall we... I think the next one is very well deserved. Yeah, definitely. All right, let's do it. Number one. I want 10,000 tough guys, and I want 10,000 soft guys to make the tough guys look tougher. And here's how I want them arranged. Tough, tough, soft, tough, soft, soft, Tough, tough, soft, soft, tough, soft. Sir, I'm afraid you've gone mad with power. Of course I have. Have you ever tried going mad without power? It's boring. No one listens to you. <laughs> just, Perfectly done by Al- Albert Brooks. Yeah, just um, Cargill at his best there. I, I, I love it. We have had a few write-ins here from some of the family members. We've got a write-in from family member Max. He says, I still regularly quote, have you ever tried going mad without power? It's, it's <laughs> awful. No one listens to you. Family member Vince, the wedding scene gets me every time... 
that that doesn't? That could have been in the honourables, but like we try to make them a, a bit more light-hearted. Guys, we'll go to a song now. Let us know your favourite moments from from the Simpsons movie. Yep. Facebook.com slash the LA family or Those on Twitter. Those are our top three. I um, wonder what Josh's top three was. <laughs> That'd be a fun thing to know. Let's, yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, we'll see how we go. Um, we'll go to a song now. It's the LA family with Tom and Michael. <laughs> Great show. Like, talking all things the Simpsons movie. Great. A huge part of our Simpsons experience, this movie in 2007. Absolutely. Being because, at school. Like we said, this was a this was a pinnacle moment in my life, honestly. Probably one of the... I don't think there'll ever be a film in my... No, I honestly don't believe there'll be a film in my life that, that is as anticipated as this to me. No, definitely. The whole 2007, our Year 7 experience, you, me, Josh, we yeah. were talking about lots, this movie. Lots of references to our mate Josh on this. Can Absolutely. we get Josh on? Can we get Josh on? What do you mean? The show. You do have you... his number. <laughs> well, just call him. Just call say, him up. Just see, see if he I'm... remembers going to the movies with us in year seven and watching this movie. Wait, actually? Do, or, We've do never... you have his number? I've got his number. Like, Give him a call. All right. We can Can we actually call through the I think. studio phone? I think so. I'm, I'm looking at it now. Hang on. All right. <laughs> if we can... Fend- oh, okay. Yeah. There's sound coming out of the headphones. Hang on. <laughs> I'm just off mic. Because it was, it was you, me, and Josh sitting around at lunchtime, talking, quoting this movie. That's all we did for a good thirty minutes. Hang on, I'm still trying to work this phone. <laughs> another just, you know, another radio first for the Yellow family. Trying to use the speaker on the phone, it may not work. There's a very good chance. Oh, it's ringing. Oh my God, he's going to pick up. Do you think he'll pick up? This is. I'm, I have no idea what to expect. He could just not pick up. He's probably not good. What's he doing on a Monday night? That's my main know. question. Hello, this is Josh. Jo- do we have Josh? 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 Yeah, who's this? Josh, Tom and Michael from the Yellow Family here. How are you? <laughs> oh, hey guys. How are you? Um, look, yeah. how are you? <laughs> we, it, we didn't yeah, think good. you'd... Um, we, look, we've just been... We. I'm not sure if you're aware, Tom and I do a radio show now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what, when's that on usually? <laughs> now, now. So it's on right now. Um, oh, okay. You're oh, on you're, you're broadcasting now? Yep. Yeah. Um, Have you seen yeah. the show <laughs> at all? Yeah, yeah, I follow on Facebook, but yeah, so you guys are on we now. Do, we do spam it a lot on Facebook. Yeah, you, you, I'm, oh, yeah. I thought you might have deleted us. We, <laughs> no, we just thought, we thought we'd give you, <laughs> we thought we'd give you a call because... We're we, talking The Simpsons movie, which we went and saw in oh, Year yeah. 7. Do you remember seeing... Yeah, we did. Was that, was that when it was Year 7? Yep, 2007. Okay. Do you remember yeah. seeing that with us? I do, I do. I don't remember what cinema it was. Was it at um, Victoria Garden? It yeah, was. yeah, correct. Yeah, um, yeah. Like, yeah. I guess, well, we've been reminiscing about all the times, like, all the Simpsons quoting at school. I, I don't know, like, what did you think of the Simpsons movie? I don't know. I'm, I'm obviously not um, a, a biggest fan as you guys, but no, I thought it was pretty show, good. <laughs> no, I don't have a radio show. I can't, I can't, yeah, I can't say that. But um, I do remember it being good. I, I don't think it probably in the in the sort of wider Simpsons universe. I can't imagine it's probably the standout. Do you do you have a favourite episode? It was good. It did the job, I reckon. You know what I mean? <laughs> have you seen it many times? Because I've seen it. A, I've seen it a lot, Tom. Have you? No, nah, I've probably just seen it the once since. I reckon. Oh, wow. You've only seen it. I thought you were quite a big. Fa- I recall you being quite a big Simpsons fan, though. Yeah, I was. I was I was really really big into the Simpsons and I had a few of the DVDs and stuff. But so you've yeah, grown I, out I, of it. I, oh yeah, I've grown, <laughs> grown out of it. I've grown up now. We obviously haven't. Josh, <laughs> look, 
I'm sorry to call you out of the blue in such an unexpected <laughs> fashion. Um, thank you. Hey, it's great. Let's we got to catch up very soon. Um, is there any final comments? Anything you want to plug? Anything you'd like to say? Oh well, you sort of caught me off guard a bit. <laughs> um, Josh, we'll, we'll... oh, you guys do a good job. I watch you. I've, I've seen your, your musicals. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, we'll let you go, mate. We've got to go to a song, but um, we'll be right back after this. It's The Yellow Family with Tom and Michael. (laughs) Thanks for the memories, or stylized as thanks for the memories, from Fallout Boy. There is a song theme tonight, but very quickly, I'd just like to read out... The the song is still going. (laughs) I'd like to read out another write-in, which is... Simpsons movie, Futurama episode, season two has been crazy. Someone wrote that in on Twitter. Um, (laughs) Ticking all the boxes. Also, our first phone. First phoner. I I actually chatted to Josh during the song on the phone, um, and um, he said uh, he's he's seen the the he's seen the Facebook stuff. Um, said we're doing a good job. Wait, did he say that live? That was nice. He did say that live. Okay, I I saw shout out. Yeah, there is a song game. Um, I think a couple of people have already guessed it. Yeah, well, I'll give this one to family member Max, who wrote in, is the theme for this week. 2007 bangers. <laughs> I Like, we didn't, I don't think we even, like, researched this. We just did, basically, songs that we think came out in 2007 <laughs> that, that we remember. I know we just mentioned Fireflies was played. That came out in 2009. Oh, did and you? That shows the extent of our research. Oh. I just looked that up. <laughs> um, but but family member Max has said, nostalgic tunes this evening, gents. Top-notch effort. Which but, is yeah. which is what we strive for. But we're coming to the end. We've had a great time. Good show. Thanks, Josh. No guests today to plug anything this week. Um, Michael, have you got anything going on this week that people might be interested in? Oh, uh, to plug. To plug? Um, no, not, I'm not, no, I don't know. Nothing. No, I don't really do. Like, this is the main thing that I want to plug. So <laughs> I guess, as always, I'll plug the Yellow Family, which I do in every waking moment of my life. Good plug. Do you want to plug anything? No, no, nothing at all. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, I guess in that case, there's a, just a little bit of an elephant in the room that we haven't quite brought up. Life is a highway. I want to broadcast our radio show from Tom's Compy that he bought off eBay at the end of the year. Tom, we set ourselves a goal, December 5th. That's next that's week. That's next week, yeah. Um, that's snuck up on us. The 411 for next week then, Tom. Ah, uh, Project Combi. That's that's it. We're, we, well, we, we think we're doing we it. We don't... Okay, let's <laughs> let's say when we have no idea what's going to happen next week. No. Um, Is the Combi at your house? No, it is not. As of yet. That's um, interesting. Yeah, it it's a spanner in the works. I don't know how to use a spanner. That could be handy. That's, yeah. No, there's little progress, um, but very exciting times. Well, not really. How many people in history have said, little progress, guys, very <laughs> exciting, though? No one said that. I just said it. I believe in it. I'm going to stand by it. Look... You're the first person in the world to ever say that. We might be the first man in the world to ever broadcast live radio from a combi. I highly doubt it, though. I, no, I, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, but that is about all we've got time for on the show tonight. Don't forget, you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash ye- the, ye- the yellow family for anything you may have missed. The podcast will be up shortly. Catch us on iTunes. Any good podcasting up by searching the yellow family. Follow us on Twitter at the yellow family. Write us in at any time, Tom. We love write-ins. Uh, it helps us to get to know you. You can get to know us. We might reply back. We 
may not, depending on how busy we are. I'm not that busy. I'll usually Mike reply will back. Definitely reply back. Absolutely. Um, if you like the show, if you like the Yellow Family, you don't you don't have much time to tell us, and we love hearing about how much you <laughs> like our show. Um, leave us a review on iTunes, not on Twitter like Tom suggested last no, week. No, very difficult to leave reviews on Twitter. It can be done. It's a bit awkward. I guess you could use emoji stars and just tweet it at us and then we'll write a review for you. Yep, that would work. Remember, if you leave a five-star review, what do we do, Tom? We do send out... No, we don't even send it out. There will be a signed poster of us for you. We, You have to organise shipping and a lot of the other logistical aspects of it but you will maybe get one. A black and white poster printed out for a five-star review on iTunes. It's been <laughs> the Yellow Family. Tom, what do we always say? Have a good night. That's what we say. Have a great night, everyone. <laughs>